Welcome to Stemming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha, a podcast for and about women of color in STEM. These women are brave, beautiful, and brilliant. Their stories deserve and need to be heard. Their voice strong, their message clear, their experiences priceless. Now let's welcome this wonderful winning woman of color to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Stimming in Stilettos. I am your girl, Dr. Tasha, the nerdy STEM queen. So incredibly happy to be here with you in 2022. I want to start the year off right. Um, <clears throat> I want to make sure that I am really being intentional about wishing you all the good thing, peace, love, joy, happiness, prosperity, all the things in 2022. I want you to know that you are enough, that you can do it, that I really want you to go get that certificate, um, update that resume or CV, go for the job, go for the promotion, um, move into a new industry, do the things take care of yourself, go on vacation, meet a new person, take a chance on yourself and know that you got this, that you don't need outside entities to tell you that you're good enough, that you have the particular skills and or talents, that you are you are beautiful and tough and amazing and all the things in between, that you are enough all by yourself. And if you've heard nothing else I've ever said over the past three to four years of listening to Stimming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha, please know that I want the absolute very best for you and all your things. And so today, what are we talking about? Well, I really want you to know that um, a couple of things. So every year for the past, well, I don't know maybe five to seven years, I have chosen a word to focus on for the year. One year, my word was intentional, and I can tell you that that year was a beast in a good way, because what it did was focus my mind on being intentional in all the things and in all the areas of my life. And so I kept the word in front of me. I had it on my computer with my computer um desk wallpaper. I had it written um, on my phone so I could see it um, often. And so I would advise you to do the same. Like, what's the word that you want to focus on that has some particular meaning that may be a trigger in a good way for you to refocus, um, to do things differently, to be, um, I don't know, different, but, but in a way that still honors who you innately are. And so this year, my word is forward. And so why forward, you might ask? Um, it came to me. It's like, so what does it mean when we say the word forward or we are moving forward? What it says to me is that we are looking ahead. If you are going to be forward thinking, you're going to be moving forward, all of those things, you are not looking at the past. You are looking straight ahead at what is before you. But I feel like you also have to know who you are standing there. So what all you bring to the table? 
Um, what are your skills, your talents, your gifts, your abilities? What are your desires? What things do you want to accomplish? And moving forward or being forward thinking says that you've already thought through the steps on how to get there. This doesn't mean that there won't be obstacles. There won't be setbacks. There won't be, you know, fits of starts and stopping all of those things that that make life what life really is. I'm not saying any of those things aren't true and they won't happen, but it says that you are looking forward and you're going to press towards the mark, that you are going to move forward in the idea and the thought of of the accomplishment of whatever that goal is or those goals are. So forward is my word for 2022. And here's the thing, you guys, I actually need y'all's help. Hold me to it. So if you are one of my listeners, you know, you listen to every episode and you hear me talking about, oh man, you know, I'm feeling some kind of way. Hey, you guys just shoot me a text, uh, shoot me an email and just say forward. Remember your word, Natasha. Remember that you said you were going to press towards the mark, that you're going to complete, you were going to finish, you were going to be forward thinking and and doing the things that you said you wanted to do for this year. And so I really, I really thank you in advance for just agreeing to be my accountability partner. You know, we all need them. And so in that vein, <laughs> what we will be discussing are a couple of things, some 10 things that I think will help us all move forward in integrity, in good character, in authenticity, in all of those things. And so I know that we are women of color in STEM. We are black women in STEM. We are black women or women in color in general. And there are expectations, right? So the first things I want, I want you to do in order to keep moving it forward is to stop stop expecting you from other people. You are bound to be disappointed. Other people aren't you. People aren't going to make the same decisions. They aren't gonna look at a situation the same way. They aren't going to react the same way. They aren't gonna believe the same thing. They aren't gonna see it the same way. They're not gonna, they're not gonna put the steps in order the same way because they are not you. So, you know, I always tell the story about how um, my husband and I have a have a really um, really good friend, and him and his his wife and I uh, and my husband and I have been friends for like many many years. And by many years, I mean like twenty plus years. Um, but what we what I know about them is that they are always late. And if you know anything about me, is I hate being late. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I'd rather not go if I'm gonna show have to show up late. True team. But they are late to everything. Now, early on in our marriage, um, we would invite them to events. Say the event was at nine o'clock. They were guaranteed to show up at 10. 10, 10, 30, 11, if they showed up at all. No call, no show, none of that. They, they just weren't going to do it. And I would be so frustrated because I'm like, why can't they be on time? I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand the need to be late. And it felt disrespectful. 
to me because I'm like, well, you know, I know we told them the time. I know that we've given them all the information that they, they knew what time to be, where, all the things, right? And my husband was always so chill, like, relax, be, you know, just, you know, don't make a big deal. They're late. Like, this is, this is what you need to know about them. And after a while, it took me a long while. I ain't going to even lie about it because I'm, I'm salty all the time. They sit down and say, hey, you know, we're doing all that. And I'm like, y'all are late. Like, we were supposed to be here. I'm tapping the watch, doing all the things. And it was like always an awkward start to the meeting or to the to the dinner Um, but after a while it's like okay those are my expectations i don't like to be late i don't want to you know keep other people waiting when we're meeting with folks those are my expectations and i was placing my expectations onto them um i'm not saying that i'm not right (laughs) but i can't expect for other people to view situations or react or act um, with my expectations. They, they're just not going to do it. And so instead of me being frustrated, what I need to do or what I learned to do was to accept that this is one of the things about this couple. They're going to be late. You give them the time, they come when they come. And so, and you know, if we were having a dinner where it was just, you know, the two couples, then honestly, we would give them a time that was like 30 to 40 minutes before we were actually supposed to be there. So say we were having dinner at 8.30, we'd tell them that the reservations were set for 7.30, okay? So we knew that, because of course we knew they were gonna be late, so we wouldn't, when we would get there, oftentimes or now lately, um, they've been waiting for us when we get to the restaurant. And so that's how we have learned how to, to manage, or at least I've learned how to manage my expectations um, of them. Um, and that way I'm not frustrated and we can have a, a grand glorious night together. Um, so I wish the same for you. The second thing on how we move it forward in 2022 is you have to own your own career. That was some, and I think you guys, if you've been longtime listeners, you've heard me say that several times before, but I want to reiterate it, especially you know, as we're going into 2022 and we've seen over the last couple of years, lots of shifting and changing. And there's all these conversations about the great resignation and all of the job openings that are available and how people are skipping industries and or moving in from one industry to the next industry. You guys need to own women, ladies, sis, own your own career. My girlfriend, my best friend, my sister friend, my mentor, um, who has known me uh, for more than half of my life, told me that advice very early on in my career. Never let them tell you what you're doing in your career. You have to own it. Where is it you want to go? What is Where is it you want to see yourself? And what steps is do you believe it's going to take you to get there? Don't leave decisions about you to other people. Like, you know, why are we doing that? You, you can, you know what you want to do and what you need to do then is to take the steps in order to, to get where you need to go. Now, sometimes that means you have to leave where you currently are because sometimes advancement opportunities just aren't there. And the other thing that goes along with that is like, you know, loyal, they, loyalty is gone. Company loyalty is gone. I'll say that. Um, 
So I'm not going to tell you, you know, if loyalty is, is a part of who you are, then be loyal, but recognize when it's time to go. Because one of the things that we do as women of color, women in general, women of color specifically, and even more specifically black women, is that we stay in places too long. We stay in places that that don't honor us. Um, they We're used as doormats. We're on all the committees. We become the token person, especially if we're in STEM. Um, we're on all the committees. We're doing all of the work. And where does it where does it leave us burnt out unhappy overworked underpaid all of those things own your own career learn how to say no to some things be very strategic about um what you're doing what committees you're on uh, what role you have in the organizations what's the path or avenue towards career advancement at the company that you're currently with if there's not, then start looking without that company, which means that you'll you need to start looking at other opportunities outside of that company. Hey, do you have a mentor? Who is that person? How you know, do you have someone who can lead you forward or someone have you in your network of of uh, people? Is there someone you could reach out to to inquire about where the job may be in your industry or area? Now is that time. Have your resume together. I don't, I, I think cover letters are old school, but some people still require them. Make sure yours is good to go and up to date. If you're looking to get into government work, who do you know who's working in the government sector? So you have avenue. You take ownership of your own career. Number three, I love this one. And this one was actually a quote from one of um, my upcoming guests. And so you'll hear it again. But I could not I could not get this this phrase, this thought, this notion out of my head when she said it. She said, don't shrink to fit into the image or thoughts that others have about you. Don't shrink to fit into places that you've long since outgrown. When she said it, I was like, this is a mic drop moment. Mic drop. Because how many times have we felt that we we've done this, right? You guys are probably in your home office right now, or maybe you're driving in your car and you you're like, yeah, I, I know that you are shaking your head. Yeah, this is true tea. Do not shrink to fit into the image or thoughts that others have about you. Those folks don't know you. And even if they think they do, they don't really know you. You know, the only person who knows you, you. So be clear or do the work to get clear about who it is you are and who it is you are not. And don't let what other people think and or say about you determine anything because they don't know you. And here's the other thing is that they can, people can say all the things they want to say. It doesn't make it any, any more true. You get to decide, you get to determine, you get to do the things um, that govern who, who you are. What I would really love us not to do is to shrink to, you know, fit into places that no longer serve us. We stay in places. We take, you know, we, we do it with no acknowledgement. We take abuse. 
we, you know, we we don't stand up for ourselves. And if you again, if you are not here, you've not heard anything else, nothing else stands out to you. We have to we have to stand up for ourselves. We have to speak words. We have to take action. Don't shrink to fit into some box that somebody else wants to put you in. Again, don't do it. It doesn't honor who you are. It doesn't honor your gifts, talents, or abilities. It doesn't honor who it is you are. So don't do it. So four, you got to do the work. So that goes goes back to all the all of the ones that we talked we talked about um, right before before this one, right? Do the work both internal and external. So the internal work says that you have to figure out who it is you are, right? This is all about like what what speaks to you? What makes your heart sing? What is your purpose? You know, finding out that thing. Why am I here on earth? I'm talking about doing the deep work, doing taking a deep dive into what makes you you. What makes you tick? Uh-huh. What makes your heart sing? What gives you joy? What bring what makes you happy? What brings that smile to your face? Huh? Is it in service to others? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is it the law? Is it, you know, for me, it's like helping other women of color and black women in particular, seeing them win, seeing them move to their next step. I had several clients last year that finished their dissertations and I had a small piece in that. And it wasn't that I helped them, you know, achieve. It was like, no, no, they achieved. That was the thing. And my small part in it was literally just the coach in their ear saying, hey, did you finish that outline today? Did we write 30 minutes today? Did we get our 250 words? Did we do our data analysis? Um, you know, did you did you spend some quiet time reading through some papers today? Did you get that resume together? Because the next step of, you know, that is, is, hey, what what we're doing? What are we doing after we've written and graduated? So it was it was that you have to do the work. And for some of us, that's really scary. You've never had to really think about who it is you are. But in this time and in this space, you being you is difficult. It's hard. It may be looked at as a multitude of things, right? If you don't know who you are, it'll be hard for you to move forward. And and you'll listen to the wind tell you which way it's going. And I don't want that for you. So you have to be solid in knowing who it is you are and who it is you are not. So five. This one's hard for some folks. Looking backwards ain't never moved anyone forward. Let me say it again. Looking backwards ain't never moved anyone forward. What that means for me is, is that Hey, you know, don't spend time in the past. Like the past is the past for a reason. Did you make mistake? Yep. Did you do it all correct? Nope. Um, but um, you learn from those things. So I don't dwell in the past. The, the past is the past for a lesson. I mean, for a reason, right? So own your mistakes, acknowledge them. Learn the lessons that came from them, but you can't live in the past. Um, you've been hurt before. Don't wallow in the hurt. 
And, you know, and I know for some people it's like, girl, what, you know, whatever, you haven't been in my situation, those kinds of things, right? Um, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you could be speaking truth, don't know. Um, but what I can tell you and what I know for sure is that hurt people hurt people. And so what my wish and my goal for you is, is to work through the hurt so that you are healthy. This ain't got nothing to do with anybody else so that you are healthy and you are whole so that you can move on to the next phase of your life. Whether that's work hurt, church hurt, academia hurt, people hurt, parent hurt, whatever we're going to call it. Work through whatever that is. Um, look at your look at the situation, the mistakes that you made, or even the successes that you've had. Like, what were the things that you did? What were the lessons that you can take from those things? And then look forward. Take that stuff. Make sure it's in it's in your briefcase or book bag or arsenal of tools, and then keep that moving. You got to know what it is you know. And so that's the part where I don't think you know some people just haven't done that work yet. And so, again, looking backwards, ain't never moved anyone forward. Okay. And so number six is, remember that you have agency. This one is really important to me. Um, I think we forget sometimes, especially in work situations, that we do have agency. We have the ability to make choices. Um, going back to owning your own careers, don't shrink, do the work. Um, you have agency. You are never without choice. Let me say that again. You are never without choice. There are times when we feel like we are. I don't have any choice but to do this. No, you can decide not to. There, that doesn't mean that there won't be consequences for you not doing a thing. But you always have the opportunity to say no to a thing or to make a different choice. And so... Um, you know, the thing is, is that we have to learn how to choose wisely. I believe that, you know, you don't make decisions from an emotional place because emotions are fleeting and they're fickle and they don't always make a lot of logical good sense. Um, it, and you don't make decisions strictly from a, a logical one either. I think it's a combination of what it is, you know, for sure and what you know needs to happen to achieve that end goal. So, you know, that, that's how you make good choices. You got to look at the, the long picture and maybe the long picture is tomorrow. You know, maybe the long picture is what needs to happen six hours from now. And then how do I, you know, how do I get there from here, from where I am right now? So take, take the, the emotion out of the, that decision making because sometimes you know, I don't like that person or I'm feeling some kind of way about how this was brought to me. Okay. I'm I'm one. Acknowledge your feelings, because I feel like once you acknowledge that, yeah, I'm upset right now or that doesn't you know, I didn't feel good about that. But then, OK, how do we achieve the goal? Because that's the that's the ultimate um, that we're trying to do is like, how do we get from, he, you know, from here to there? And so you always need to know in the back of your mind that you have choice. Don't let anyone make you feel like you don't. I, it, it don't let anyone tell you or make you feel like you don't. You always have it. It's not someone else's opportunity or time to give you agency. You need to know that you have it. So 
take that. <sighs> Number seven is one of my favorites. It just is. And it is authenticity matters. No one has the right to tell you who you are. No one. You get to decide. I said it a little earlier. You also have the right to be who you are in any space that you are in. So I think this is a big deal for me because for a long time in one of my other careers, um, I let other people tell me who it is they thought I was and I would try to be that. So I was always working from that mindset of, okay, well, they think I'm this person. So I have to be that person. And it never felt good. It never felt real. It wasn't honest. Um, and it was, and it actually made the job harder because I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being my true self. I wasn't speaking up in, t in rooms where I should have spoken up in. I wasn't being representative of who it is I am. I was trying to fit into this ideal that other people had for me because I was thinking they had my best interest. When in the cold light of day, I was working for them. I wasn't working for me. I was not working for Natasha. I was working for those folks and being someone who is totally totally not who I am. So authenticity matters. Be yourself. Show up as your whole full self in every single situation. It doesn't mean that people, you know, people, everybody's not going to get it. Everybody ain't going to like you. Everybody's not going to understand you. It's fine. Let me say that again. It is fine. Some people aren't meant to get you. Okay, let that settle in. Some people aren't gonna aren't going to like you, even if you you know you bent yourself in a, into a pretzel. You are you, and that's good enough. Just point blank and the period. Just don't don't even you know move yourself in any which way um, to get the approval of another person in terms of who it is you are and who it is you are not. That's not what you're here to do. Be you. They will adjust. Number eight. And I believe this was my whole heart. Um, I think we think we're doing it, but grace, we have to extend grace to others who, who are not as far along on the journey to self-healing or professional career advancement as you are. I think we think we, we're doing this, right? But sometimes we are not. We are hindering others. We are hurting other folks when we don't give them grace. Sometimes they, people don't get it. They're not in the same place as you are. They're at the beginning. They're at the end. The situation was different. They, you know, they're in a different industry and things look different from their point of view and advantage. Um, and so we're listening to them talk and we're like, man, she don't get it. Right. Man, he don't get it. You know, and we're feeling some kind of way about it. But I'm challenging you to extend them grace um, and recognizing, you know, recognize where they are. And, you know, know that everybody that you talk to, they're not going to get it, you know. And that means you have to extend them grace, too, and then move on to someone who does. And so we don't need to be popping off on each other. We don't need to be, be on Twitter, having Twitter wars. We don't need to be, 
you know, Instagram stalking. We don't need to be doing all of those things with people who we, you know, we've decided that, you know, they're a fraud or, you know, they are young and you feel like you need to help them. No, you don't. You just need to recognize where they are and extend them grace. And if they want your help, if you put yourself out there, like if you're a coach or you're a mentor or you, you know, that's your business or you feel like you need to, um, it's your calling to assist others um, in the advancement, then reach out. But if they don't reach out back to you, extend them that grace and keep it pushing. They're, they're, they're not the client for you and keep it moving from there. Number nine, and this is one I don't think we do nearly enough. Take an accounting of your wins, right? Man, 2021, 2020, 2019, you had some wins. Everybody wasn't having these, those three years, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all bad. It's never all bad. We tend to focus more on the negative and we don't give ourselves credit for the wins. And so what I started doing um, last year was just literally writing down wins. So I have this I have this glass board in my office and I write down the wins. It's just a nice little column there. Like what things that, you know, have the, the, the column up here, the things that I hope to accomplish. And then I have the, hey, accomplish that on this date, right? Or the surprises that happened that I that I can account as um, as wins, you know, this the surprise speaking engagement, the keynote speaking engagements that that I did last year that were came as a complete surprise. People who contacted me out of the blue um, for to be a podcast guest and were major. Um, I count those as wins because that means that people are listening. And so all of those things, I keep a list of them. And this year, um, I, I saw this great idea. Um, I don't think it was on social media. I can't remember if I was on Twitter or if I was on Instagram. But someone said, basically, get yourself a jar. And in the jar, you're going to place every win that you had. And so then at the end of the year, you'll have a jar full of wins. And I thought, oh, my God, that's such a physical representation of winning. And and I think that's so important. And so I'm going to do that this year. So I'm headed out after this episode is over to get my little jar, my cute little jar. I'm going to have it on my desk and I'm going to put my wins in it this year. And so I'm wishing you to, you know, the same, go out and get yourself a cute little jar um, and, and, you know, call it whatever you want to. Mine is probably going to be the jar full of wins. So that I can remember that I, yes, I have won this year or I will be winning this year in a multitude of things. And I want the same for you. So please account for them. Account for your wins. And number 10, and we'll be talking about this probably during the month of January and February um, of this year. Because I really want people to really hone in on the achievement of um, your goals. So I want you to set goals and be accountable to achieving them. You know, there are all sorts of goal setting methods out there, man. You know, you don't have to you don't have to um, just be out here doing it on your own. You can a literally Google them. Um, but there are there are other podcast um, people, 
in our podcast family that really focus and hone in on the development of goals and how to do that in a way that would work for you. So I would ask you to listen to some of those and I will put those in the show notes. And you can go back to listen to a couple of mine from last year where we talk about goal setting and the importance of doing it and why you need to you need to do them. Not resolutions, but goals. So you can you know use a goal setting me- method. And then the, the key thing to any good goal achievement is you have to keep them in front of you. So it's one thing for you to set the goals, you put it in a sheet of paper, you put it in your drawer, you know, like, okay, we know that don't work, right? You gotta keep the goals in front of you. If you said that you, and then you have to make sure that you put a deadline to them. So is it really gonna take you all year to, you know, lose 10 pounds? Is it really gonna take you all year to get a certification in XYZ123? Give yourself a deadline. And if you are driven like me, and if we're in, most of us are in STEM spaces, we know how to work on a deadline. We, at work, we have deadlines all the time. This project has to be done by this date. We set project plans to it, right? Your goals are a project. They're a personal project. They are your development. You, Natasha, you, whoever, this is your project plan. And so you need to take them as seriously as you take any project that you are working with um, at work. So you, the work is you. <laughs> so, so you need to get in there, put your project plan in place, um, put your deadlines, you know, who is responsible, the what, you know, all those things. Make sure that you have it in front of you. Pull it up, put it on your computer, tape it down to your desk, put it on your phone. Keep the paper in your, in your purse. Um, all the things so that the goal fulfillment happens. And then you can put that win back into your, your jar full of wind. Do you see how it works? Okay, y'all. So that's, those are the 10 things on how I, I think, Dr. Tasha thinks, that you will be able to move it forward in 2022. So I have a couple of asks of you couple of, of ask of you um, as listeners to Stimming and Stilettos with Dr. Tasha. One is if you know of anyone who would like to be a guest on the show, we are taking guests for 2022, the latter half of 2022, and we're trying to get them all done. And so send them my way. Um, you can send their information um, to info at drtasha.com. You guys know that Tasha is spelled T-O-S-H-I-A dot com. So again, that's info at drtasha.com. If you want to be a guest, same, send me your information at info at drtasha.com. So that's the first ask. Please, we're always looking for, always looking for good guests. Two, um, please, please share, like, subscribe, forward the episodes to your friends and or family. We're trying to up our subscriber list, trying to up our listenership to the podcast. Always got to, always got to be moving it forward. Um, And then um, three, if you have any ideas, suggestions um, about podcast episodes, send them to me. Um, I don't want to I don't want to do this in a, in a vacuum or a bubble. I don't, I want to talk about topics that you guys are um, or believe 
are important. So yeah, send them to me. I'm all for it. Same email. And if you see me on, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on, on LinkedIn or Instagram as well. So any of those are options. And so the last thing I would ask is if you are going to be focusing on one word this year, one word or one phrase this year, just tell me what it is. Hit me up on, on social media platforms and let me know what your one word is for the year. I'd love to be able to post them all so people can, you know, send you good, good vibes and send you good energy and, and pray um, you through. Because I know what I've learned this year or last year is that there are people who are silently um, praying for you, silently rooting for you. And when you win, they feel it too. And please note that I am here rooting you on in, in all of your endeavors. I want to see your accomplishments. I want to see you talking about them on social media. Uh, I want to see you, you know, emailing me saying, hey, you know, this thing happened uh, to me. I got the job. I got the promotion. I switched industry. I got that certificate. I did the thing. I keynoted for the first time. I sat as a podcast guest, all those things. I want to see you win in 2022. I want to see you moving it forward. I want to see you achieving those goals. I want to see you extending grace. I want to see you being authentic and true and, and having good character and, and, and existing in integrity. I want to see all of those things with you and experience those things with you in 2022. I am, again, wishing you all the best, and I want to thank you again for listening and for bringing us into year three with, with as much grace and or dignity as we possibly can. I just want to say that I really appreciate you guys for taking the time to, to, to roll with me, to rock with me for these three years. I appreciate every single guest that's been on the show and every single listener who has listened in. And... As we end every show, you guys, be well and keep yourselves safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stemming in Stilettos. Please check out the show notes to get additional information about today's guest or today's topic. You can find the podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find additional information about Dr. Tasha at www.drtasha.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for the latest episode of Stemming in Stilettos.